0: This week on Deep Space Pride, a gay Star Trek podcast, we'll be talking about Star Trek Picard, Season 2, Episode 7, Monsters, along with some other Star Trek items, and maybe a little bit off-topic as well. Thanks for joining us. How's it going today? Good, Johnson. How are you? Uh, I'm not too bad. It's been a long week. It's been... I'm, I'm very tired, but, you know, hence this life, toil and suffering. What about you? How's your week been? Uh, you know, I'm tired, too. I didn't...
1: Uh, I woke up really early this morning and couldn't go back to sleep. My mind was well, just... Well, your boss busy.
0: is out this week. So, what's your excuse?
1: Uh, no, I just had a lot on my mind. Um, just thinking about a lot of different creative projects and things that i'm doing you know outside of work and so i'm just uh yeah my mind woke up and it was chatting away and i didn't feel tired i feel tired now Mm. but i don't i didn't feel tired this morning in fact i even debated about getting up and like going into the office or you know into the into the home office not into the office um but uh, I knew if I did that, Hamish would wake up, and then that he would wake up Dennis and all of this. So It'll I be just all over, yeah. So I just laid in bed and and thought did did some thinking and yes. Um, so yeah, but I am tired now, and we are recording kind of late because someone had last minute dinner plans recording late pretty often this is nothing new true 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 but i was expecting like our normal like seven o'clock recording time tonight oh i gave you
0: plenty of heads up
1: if you call 90 minutes heads up sure i'll I'll remember was it
0: only 90 minutes before
1: no. I think so. It was like 5, 530. Oh, okay. So you said, hey, okay. can we, like, yes. Well, did you cook dinner today? But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, I didn't have to cook dinner. Did um, Dennis make dinner? Dennis cooked dinner. Dennis cooked dinner. It was good. And, um, yeah. No, so, yeah. You know, I, I did go into the office today. I right. had some things to do. I a, did to meet some people mm-hmm. and do some things that I could only do on site. So I did do that. So I've got, I got in a lot of walking and a lot of calorie burning and uh, now I'm, now I'm tired. Well, yeah, but I I still have a lot of thoughts about Star Trek that we, you know, this is fun.
0: I can talk about Star Trek, even if I was dead, like I can just talk about Star Trek all the time.
1: Yeah. Crazy. Um, and, And you know, today's a trio of birthdays. So George Takei is 85 today.
0: Okay. Who, who who's at
1: the days Is it Ian Alexander's twenty first birthday is today. He's twenty one. Yes. Oh my
0: god! What The fuck. Okay. Uh,
1: um, and then, then uh, he could, I guess. Oh. Yes. Um. And then Noah, Noah, have her back. Cats. Oh, His birthday yeah. is also today. Yes. So, yeah. So busy day in Star Trek. Like birthdays um and we're two weeks away from strange new worlds oh they are doing a premiere in new york
0: oh they are yes and the sci-fi sisters got invited to it is it like a red carpet premiere or is it kind of just oh screen the first episode do you know
1: no it's uh it's like um it's like the picard uh premiere OK, you know, on the red carpet. Um, OK, OK. You know, Bill and Dan were on the red carpet for that and got to talk to a bunch that. of So, yeah, so they were on the red carpet for that. And um, that was actually back before we even started this podcast.
0: Right, because we started this podcast, you and I started this podcast after season one or during season yes. one, I don't remember. We right. talked,
1: yeah, we did, uh, yeah, we did some test recording. We started in mid-March of 2020 when the pandemic hit, yes. we started a podcast right away. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, no, so, uh, yeah, so it's a red carpet, and so the sisters Where, where is are, it? It's just up the street from us. It's uh, at the Lincoln Center AMC.
0: Oh, okay, that's where they always have all the red carpets. I've been to red uh, carpets there.
1: <laughs> Fine. Of course you have. You're. You, it's fine. Yes. It's fine. He's no. So humble. It's, just, it's for He's work. So humble. It's, for,
0: it's for work.
1: I understand. I understand. Yes. I think,
0: what was yes. I? What movie was it? it I, I think it was. It wasn't Get Out. It was. It was like one of. It wasn't. Was it Jordan? Was it Jordan Peele movie? It was like in that vein. And they had drinks. Okay. And I was like, oh, this is nice. But I was also yeah. like, I want to go home. <laughs> so.
1: So what's yeah. really cool is... Um, we should get together the Of sisters. them.
0: Are they going to come in town? Are they going to go?
1: Uh, they're trying. You know, somewhere they need to figure out the work things and whatever. Yvette, Yvette's here in the city, so she'll definitely be there. But um, uh, whether Sabrina, it? Does she live in the city? She lives in the Bronx, yeah.
0: Oh, for some reason, I thought she lived in Westchester. Okay.
1: No. Or maybe she does. I don't know. Now now you've got me confused.
0: Yeah, I thought she lived but in anyway. the state.
1: But no, um, no, 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 not, a, not up upstate now. Westchester is
0: upstate. Okay. Uh, Anything north yeah. of Bronx is
1: upstate. So, okay. That's where I thought
0: she was.
1: Um, but I'm, I'm not sure. But anyway, yeah. So they, they get invited by Anson himself.
0: Oh, wow. Like he,
1: yeah, cool. it's a great story. I'll let, I'll let uh, Tamia or Yvette tell you the actual story. So it's really cool. So they get invited to the premiere. They're going to be on the red carpet. Very cool. People so that's exciting really exciting for them do you know um, when it is. what do you know when it is i do it's next saturday night
0: oh okay okay
1: so yes next saturday night i think it's next saturday night or is it this saturday night uh, i don't
0: it's probably next I, saturday night because then if the actual premiere class uh, is falling thursday so that makes yeah
1: sense. that makes sense yeah I can't so of course you do. You're fully that. booked out. Of course. But if they want to um, have
0: brunch, uh, I can do that. I'm free for brunch right now.
1: Okay. Well, I'll, I'll float that out to them um, later on. Time. Of course not. Yeah, I, you know, I, I have a much more open schedule, so I'll be like, what do you ladies want to do?
0: It's you a know, friend's Johnson, birthday. I gotta go. If,
1: if Johnson is free from his social responsibilities, then he can join no, us. A friend's It's over. I can't go.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Even if I was to meet Anthony Mal, but I can't go. Sorry. It's my forty birthday. Sorry. Later. Well. All right. Well. Ed, there you go. Doesn't matter. um But that's cool. That's awesome yeah
1: Very so I, I mean I'm getting really excited about this uh, I he- hear it's really good our our minds are gonna be blown from episode one I've been told goodness by sources who have seen seen it already and uh yeah, and you know me I'm like I'm like, have we heard the theme yet? and they're like, no, you haven't no. heard the theme yet what do you um I was, I was like, okay,'ve
0: heard right. the theme already.
1: No, well, I didn't know if it was in the trailer or not. Uh, I can't remember what kind of music they played in the trailer, but... Uh...
0: Well, they played... Remember, I was like... It was very, like, Hans Zimmer. Do you remember yes. my comments about the
1: I trailer? do. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. He like, remember this, blah, blah,
0: blah, Which is very... No, Hans no, no. don't do...
1: I don't know what you were doing with your face and nose and mouth right then, but
0: so Hans, you know, he did, he did the inception soundtrack. He's done a lot with Christopher Nolan and he uses a lot of like horns and electronic, like deep bass. Yes. Like you remember inception, right?
1: I do. I don't remember the soundtrack exactly though. Oh my
0: God. And soundtrack is amazing. All the Christopher Nolan soundtracks are amazing
1: okay um, well
0: that's quite a quite a quite a praise coming from you i'm oh my god they're really good but they do have a very consistent through line in use of like horns and okay. electronic i
1: um, mean i love soundtrack music so i will now that you have said that i will go and listen to the inception soundtrack not right now we're recording no 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 stop that That probably sounds horrible and i'll have to edit that out <laughs> Um our, um our listeners anyway, our three listeners do not pay for you to make music sounds
0: all right well anyway that's awesome that they got invited i hope they can go i will yes. not be going obviously um but if they want to have brunch, but we're
1: not we're we're not invited so, i understand so even if i'm
0: saying even if i was i can't go because i have plans okay but um that's awesome for them but if they yeah. want to have brunch i'm up for it oh, okay all
1: right I will float the idea out into the metaverse. Okay. <laughs> the metaverse. Get out of here. Uh, the med- uh, you know, whatever.
0: I understand. Um, um, okay, cool. That's cool. Well, yes, we are looking forward to that. Um, is there any other Star Trek news to talk about? I know I promised that we would have some Star Trek tidbits to talk about in the intro, but I'm trying to think what else. Well, we
1: are desperately trying to see Mary Wiseman in her play here in That's New York right. City, but it keeps on getting canceled. <laughs> canceled. So.
0: If... Anyone listen to the end of our last episode, I had mentioned that I had planned to take Mike to a performance of Mary Wise's play at the wedding, which conveniently got canceled when we, I got a cancellation notice when we were in Chicago and we rescheduled it for this coming Saturday, the 23rd, and it got canceled again. And now we're like, what the fuck? But then they released a block. Now we're a month out. And now yes. yes and I don't know yeah because I thought it only got extended till this weekend or next week but then I there's a block of performances in like mid May. So now okay. we're going Well I um, hope
1: she's still in it in mid May, you know, she may have other obligations. Hopefully not. Well, I mean I really
0: the 22nd May 22nd is the last day of the next block. So I don't know if there oh, are more okay. extensions because I'm going to be in okay. California for work that week and coming back I'll on the 21st him. so the twenty second right. is like the last day that's like the last day that i can make it so
1: yeah okay well i'm i'm hopeful that we'll get to see mary weissman and maybe get a selfie with her outside of the theater and have her sign the playbill and all of that exciting stuff um and we can tell her how awesome she is and how we missed her in discovery We yeah,
0: her. yes
1: um And ask her to give spill the beans on the Starfleet Academy series that she's gonna lead. Joking, maybe,
0: Um, maybe, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, so her in a month.
1: (laughs) We'll be alive
0: at the anime. We'll see what happens. It's really far away. Not
1: if you keep on pissing me off like you are.
0: All right. Well, so there's that, and then oh, I guess the other thing that. It wasn't really, it's not news, but it was making the rounds on a lot of the sites I read. But this short animated, um, oh, yeah, this, yeah, this short yeah. animation of Best of What World Worlds in the animated series style. Yes. Which I've never seen, but this inspired me to watch episode one of the animated series, which actually wasn't that bad. I didn't think it was that bad. I, yeah, okay. season one, episode one, I was like, huh, this is watchable. You know, it's not misogynist no. or anything. Like it's, you know, nothing nothing too out there. They I mean it,
1: it's the original yeah. voices and everything. The original you know, voices. Uh...
0: They have like these like uh environmental belts. Do you remember that? It's like they put yes. on a belt, they don't need to put on a spacesuit. It just yes, it just creates a force field around them. I'm like, <laughs> yes. well, that's convenient. Yes. Uh, we we don't see that. Um, but yeah no it wasn't a bad episode it was decent i enjoyed
1: it well cool and then what did you think of in that th- so they did like a two or three minute this person who i i don't know his name did a two or three minute next generation behind the,
0: behind the scenes how he did it is that what you're talking about
1: oh i didn't see the behind the scenes how he did it i oh, i, yeah, I yeah. just so saw a... the actually clip that's all right. i saw it was well that's clip. all he
0: did that's all he did and there's also behind the scenes where he w- he he was explaining how he did it and he literally he drew it in photoshop frame by frame like oh my word really emulate. he wanted to emulate the original way they did it and they and he also applied like smudges and dirt to the to the cells just to kind of imitate like just the film huh the grain and everything.
1: wow that's
0: impressive yeah it's actually it's very really... cool how much detail he put into it and now and he definitely used music from the animated series sound effects yes very very cool very thoughtful
1: yeah the sound effects were definitely the same as in the series yeah it was really it's really impressive i hope he gets a, a job maybe on lower decks or something for doing that
0: that's yeah
1: well he works for an
0: animation studio
1: oh he does oh yeah. okay
0: they, he they, do, they his... do like sh- uh, cartoons or some sort of like... oh,
1: all right so he already has his dream job he's just this was like a I don't know hobby
0: job maybe if paramount plus was like do you want a job you might leave but I don't, know. I don't know whatever yeah but that was cool. okay
1: yeah, yeah that was cool And then today, actually, uh, you know, congratulations to Will Wheaton, who just found out, just found out a few hours ago that he is a New York Times best selling author. Yeah. Still just a geek. I am uh, I'm about 80% of the way through the audiobook. It's excellent. Um so yeah. Yeah, congratulations, Will. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. And uh so yeah, that's, I think that's all the tidbits of uh, Star Trek things that are going on.
0: I'm trying to it's think It's pretty quiet
1: now, other than, other than, you know, the press tour. So they did the press junket for Strange New Worlds earlier this week, maybe even mm-hmm. yesterday or the day, no, they did it on Monday. So articles are starting to pop up on Strange New Worlds. I am not reading any of them. I really do you want to watch this first at least this first episode with just like that kind of uh that those eyes that watched the first episode of star trek the next generation mm. which well, i actually i don't know if i shared I like encounter
0: like... at far point hopefully it's better than encounter at far point
1: oh i'm sure it's gonna be better than an uh yeah encounter at far point but um you know i somehow got grounded the night it was or was grounded the night it premiered and really? fortunately my parents yes and fortunately my parents allowed me to record it on our vhs recorder how did you uh so what did you do i don't know i don't know i don't even remember what i did i just remember this do you still bring that up with your parents you grounded me no i didn't no i've not no i've seen.
0: not after a farpoint premiere
1: I don't, I, I don't think that they would remember number one and
0: hashtag yeah. never forget.
1: Yeah, so I mean, apparently I've never forgotten this, but uh, <laughs> so I had to watch it the next day on VHS, but I was still very excited watching it, so it was a big deal. Well, hopefully
0: um, it'll be better than yes, Strange New World. I'm sorry, than sure Encounter be. Four Point rather. Uh, yeah, no, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. I, yeah, I, I. I, I really, I think one of the things that we've been complaining about both for Discovery and Picard is how they're starting to drag a little bit. Like the serialized nature is getting, like, is bogging down the story. I mean, the exciting thing about Stranger Worlds is that every episode, they get, like one. if one episode doesn't really work, that's okay. <laughs> it's like, start fresh the next episode. You know, you don't have to like, get super bogged down. Yeah. Because... The problem right now is that you start with a concept and then it may or may not work that well, but you're but you're stuck with it for the whole season. And now you're just like, right, yeah. all right, let's, we got to finish this. You're committed versus the episodic version where you can just, you know, start fresh. So that's what I'm excited for, too. Yes. Because I've got, you know, it, it works. Yeah. The serialized thing works sometimes, but when it doesn't work, it really doesn't work. And it's like, oh my
1: god, right? Yeah, I mean, it's um, yeah, exactly. You know, when, when you start uh getting bogged down in story details or side quests, uh, yeah, things like that, you know, it's just um, yeah, it's too much. And so,
0: I don't know, if um, you ever, do you ever watch um, not to tangent too much, <laughs> of course, did you ever watch Once Upon Time on ABC? I probably watched. It when it first came out, but I don't Oh my remember god, season anything. one was the best, and it was like 20, it was like 23 episodes, it was totally serialized, it was great. But then it's like, but then this is what happens: then every episode, every season is super serialized, you have 20-something episodes to work with, and it becomes like super long. And then what they did, which I thought was innovative, which I think that Discovery or Picard, well, Picard's over, but Discovery should consider if it keeps on going, is you have mini arcs. So instead of like 10 episodes or 20 episodes, they're not trying to 20, 20 episodes. But instead of like, you know, having to do a 10 episode story, you do a 5 episode story and a 5 episode story. You know? Yeah. If you want to do serialized. And that actually helps once upon a time. Because like, the problem was 20 something episodes for a, a show like that, it just like, oh my god. But if you do well, like you know, shorter, shorter arcs, right. Yeah. Well, a lot I of the CW telling, but then you don't need to commit so much to it.
1: Right. Well, all the CW shows used to do are do season long.
0: I know it's,
1: uh, it's serialized shows and those get really long. Oh, you my know, God. I don't watch them anymore. But, you know, back well, in I the day the with Flash. Arrow
0: Arrow was great. And then after a while, I was like, oh, my God, I, was like, I can't do this anymore.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just gets too much. And like, yeah, I would, I would love for Discovery to do some like three or four episode arcs, and you
0: know, well, season one kind of did that, which I kind of like. Season one, as I, have mentioned, you know, you had like the mirror universe arc, like you had the yep. Klingon War Must setup be. arc, and then you had the mirror universe arc, and then you had, you went back to like the Klingon War. So you, it ended up being right. like these many arcs because of the way they broke it up.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was uh wow, yeah, it's been it's been four or five years since we yeah. We're old. Wow. We are old. Yes. Um it was a lifetime ago. It was a pandemic lifetime ago. Correct. Or several. Um yeah, so yeah, I'm looking forward to episodic Star Trek. That'll be fun. Yes.
0: Uh
1: and uh episodic yeah, Star I'm, Trek.
0: Uh, I'm okay with character arcs, that's fine, you know. I yes. I think they, they joked about it on the panel. They were like, Yeah, it's not like something really traumatic happens to someone and then it's like the next episode, they're fine. It's like that makes sense. Yeah, Worf Are doesn't it?
1: break his back and is fine the next week, you know, right. exact you know, that sort of thing. Right. So right. which is good. Uh yeah,
0: it's exactly. just so yeah. Cool. Any other Star Trek tidbits or news?
1: No, no. Um No, Uh, I mean, it's really these days, it's right now, it's kind of slim pickings. That's like Star Trek Picard and uh, what else? Moon Knight. And uh, that's it, really. Nothing else news. You're
0: veering into off topic. Oh, you know, one thing I was, I want to ask, have you had, I know we talked about the convention last week, but have you had any additional thoughts or takeaways from the convention since we last spoke?
1: I mean, other than still kicking myself for not picking up Will Wheaton's signed book when I saw um, it, so uh, lesson never forget hashtag never forget. forget. Yeah, uh, when you see something you want, buy it. Right, because it's you know. Um, so that there's that. Um, you know, one thing I, I think... thought
0: about after the convention, after we spoke, and I didn't even notice it at the time, and I was like, wait, there was zero representation from the movies. Like, right. Yes, nothing. that's true. And I was thinking about nothing. that. I was like, that's a lost opportunity. Like they didn't like, and the thing is the whole, the whole Paramount, whatever Viacom, CBS, like re whatever you want to call it back to Paramount or Paramount, whatever they call themselves now. The whole point is that they're remarrying these two these two universes, so this would have been a right. perfect opportunity. I'm not saying to get the whole cast there because I think that's really difficult I and mean, they're busy. I get it, but it would have been cool to have something, even some props. I don't care, you know, from the movies or something or other. I feel that that was really a missed opportunity. I mean, obviously, I know the focus is on the shows right now. But if they have the licensing and they have the content, it's like, why not use it? You know? Yeah, I mean, oh,
1: cool. yeah. That Well, so, you know, re, the, I would say that this convention was good for us as a kind of gateway into, like, official Star Trek conventions. Because this was sort of haphazardly put together. Something happened wow. at Reed Pop um and there were a lot of missed opportunities like they had something very tumultuous happen internally
0: i don't know um, the tea though i don't really do you know any tea from that
1: no i don't know any tea no i mean i you know but uh so i think whoever whatever happened obviously disrupted i would say my guesstimate, and this is just based on what we've seen, is that whoever was leading this part of Reed Pop for the Star Trek missions uh, conventions was not doing their job, was doing it horribly. And they, yeah, they, they had to clean house or whatever and then bring new people in and get them up to speed. And that's why all of these guest announcements were very last minute. You know, omissions like Wilson Cruz. Um, (laughs) never forget also hashtag never Never forget yes uh you know so i i'm not surprised i would also say based on the like the floor of the convention right you know there was plenty of room for more booths there was plenty of room for more, more vendors i think So I think a lot of it really just fell through, you know. Or if um, they
0: have so much room, I would also be like, "All right, let's just set up more pop-ups or props or whatever."
2: Yeah, they're they're all just sitting somewhere.
0: Right, I'm sure they're sitting in some sort of storage. So it's like, like, why not? Let's just bust them out. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, they did have a couple of cap. They had the Prodigy captain's chair and the Strange New World's captain's chair. But it, you well, know, they had the whole Strange new World well, can, like,
0: exhibit, and they had the Picard. They did have that, yes. The General the Picard, whatever. Skulls. skulls. That was cool. But yes, there was that definitely was cool. room for but more. But that was it,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there was plenty of room. So I think there was just a lot of
0: lost opportunity in, in inviting vendors or, or whatever. I mean, in my mind, definitely a lost opportunity for them to reposition themselves and say here, here's all, you know, we have all the Star Trek content, the films and the series, you know, that would have been a great opportunity to, from, even from an optics standpoint, Mm -hmm. if they really want, if they're really going through this rebrand and re-merging the franchises or whatever to be like, here, we have everything, you know, that would have been a good idea, but here we are. So. Yeah, here
1: we are. So, you know, hopefully, uh mission seattle will be much better put together um although it is on memorial day weekend in 2023 which does not excite me about traveling that weekend uh it does not excite me about the higher cost of traveling and everything that weekend and it's also clearly across the country so yeah it's very far um so there's that as well so and and most of a lot of us uh in the truck geeks podcast network are east coast based so it's a quite a trek for all of us to go to this well they obviously um, us when they figured where they were of course not no no so. no i mean you know atlanta would have been fine you know go to you know but anyway it is what it is let's whatever yeah Right. Yes. San Diego. Let's go to San Diego. No, it's Comic Con. San Diego. San Diego so uh, but anyway. Yes, it is. I'm just thinking of like if they wanted to, if they wanted to do West Coast oh, yeah. it somewhere. Warmer. Yeah. I'd rather than
0: Washington State. So Yes. But
1: so yeah, so uh but well, you know, uh hopefully in a year plus time, uh things will be running smoothly and the world will be, you know, be running just fine, hopefully. Uh, and uh, we'll have a lot of Star Trek. And maybe, I mean, by then, we'll have, perhaps have a movie coming out soon. Oh, I, think we'll there's, I think they're I'll shooting for I a movie. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no other real thoughts on the convention um, other than, yeah, my Will Wheaton mishap on his book and um yeah i'm just yeah i can't really think of anything else that i would have uh done really
0: i didn't mind i know that we had a little bit of back and forth on this i didn't mind the moderators i thought they were fine like they're Uh, not they're not big star trek fans obviously i get it but i i did like their energy i I thought that it was actually so
1: two of the three were not star trek fans ming was definitely a star trek fan like he knew his stuff yeah he knew him he knew his stuff he remember we went to he did doug jones's panel
0: yes and yes yes.
1: so he knew he knew his stuff like he is a he is a nerd slash geek by the way i this is not a conversation to have right now but if i ever get to talk to will wheaton I do want to know the difference between what he considers to be a geek versus nerds. So his book is called Still Just a Geek. Right. But on the Ready Room, he says, Hey nerds. So I'm curious.
0: Oh, how he, uh, hey, how he delineates the two, or if they're conflatable.
1: Yeah, what what's the difference between the two? But anyway, um hmm. no, I thought, you know, Ming Ming was Ming was really good. He did a great job uh with the ones he did, you know. I think
0: uh the others, eh, I like, you know, but whatever. anyway, Holly Wong, was her name? Helen Hong. Helen Hong. Oh, dear. I think. Yes. I don't know. Um, I, actually
1: did like I mean, she. yeah, she was. She was a my little, favorite. Was three. Oh, really? Oh, I liked Ming. I thought Ming was, did a great job because he's more like I didn't know him, but he was also just he knew his stuff. He knew he, he was he had he had geek cred. The others were
0: yeah. Yeah. Well Helen. Helen? Yes. 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 Um you, you can tell that she's she does stand up. She's a comedian. Yes. I, I like yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought the guy who um did the like the warm ups and everything, I thought he was pretty good too. Are you, you talking know? about the
0: guy who wore the white pants the whole weekend? Or are you talking about the other no,
1: no, one? No, no, no. No, I'm talking about the DJ for you know the Dj oh, like the MC. The... Right, CMC, yes, CMC, yes, he was okay. Yeah.
0: He, he 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 seemed to know some. He seemed to know some stuff. He yes, seemed to have knowledge. Yeah, and yeah. he he was good at thinking on his feet with a crowd. So that was fine.
1: Yes, he was. Yeah, twenty five years working for Disney or whatever, and yeah, DJing
0: for weddings and
1: whatnot. He he knew his stuff. No,
0: he was good, and he was good. I mean, yes. I thought they were all better yeah. than the moderators we got at Vegas. So, oh, a hundred. Thousand percent, yes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because that's an instance where I feel that like they knew their stuff, but I don't think they were very good at moderating.
1: No, and it was a lot of uh um self-promotion. Nepotism. Nep- nepotism, you know. You know, yes, I know Ian Spelling has written about Star Trek for thirty plus years. He used to write in Star Log back when I was, we were growing up and, no, sorry, you know, uh, I get it. He's, he has a long journalistic career, but you know, at all of the, all of the moder- almost all of the moderators with the exception of, I think chase Masterson were all white guys. Oh, and you know, it was just very not diverse. It was all old school. Like, you know, it just felt very buddy, buddy, like family nepotism, like oh you've been doing this for years we're not going to bring in anybody new like that that shit bugs the crap out of me so um yeah i was not impressed with that I, you know i know ian spelling he's he's a he, he knows his stuff yes. but you know what yes he's not representative of the people who are watching star trek now right. you know right. so yeah. and neither are the other guys yeah. so,
0: so i guess not uh, perfect but i i preferred the moderators we got at chicago yes
1: yes i would i would take it if they brought if they brought those three back for the next one absolutely i'd be totally fine with it um but i think there is a little bit of a petition to like to paramount and even read pop to kind of reach out to the community and find people not unlike ourselves i'm not saying that we should be up on stage Mm because i don't know that we could but Uh, not on the main stage but you know like people who are have been in the industry for a little bit longer or you know who just you know more common people who are like fans but also know their stuff and yeah
0: that's hard because sometimes like it's interesting to bring like a different perspective I I get it you know I I get what people are saying but sometimes it is interesting to have a complete different POV on stage I don't know whatever we'll see all right, what maybe, what? you
1: know, um, gosh, how long have we we've been talking for a while? So
0: we should probably talk about Picard now, right? Yes. So why don't we get into it? Uh, we'll talk about this week's episode, Monsters, season two, episode seven.
2: The mission, Renee. I'm not talking about the mission. All of that was part of Q's plan. Did you experience that? Did you relive those memories? I have to take that on board. You know there's more to that story, don't you? Whatever it is, it is irrelevant with what we are trying to fix. Not if he wants you to know it. There is no better teacher than one's enemy. But I've been letting him control the lessons. Know thyself. That's what he wanted. Know myself. What if the lesson I take is... know him? I'm not sure I'm following. I always filed Q as unknowable, but here he is, so late in my life, still fixated on me. He needs this trial to happen. He's saying it's about me, but it's deeply personal and urgent, to him if we understand why that is we can go on offense it sounds like you want to summon q flattered but that might be beyond my capabilities yours may be but there's someone else
1: talon ventures inside picard's subconscious mind to help him wake from a coma and face both his darkest secrets and deepest fears seven and Rafi go in search of Gerardi. Whom they fear has succumbed to the monster inside. Rio struggles to hide the truth of who he really is from Teresa.
0: Does we'll he? All there right. We well, I guess we can get into it. All right. So I thought it would be good for us because this episode, unlike a f- number of the past episodes we've had, have very distinct like A plot, B plot, C plot. So I thought we could talk about this episode, just quick overview thoughts. Let's not go on for 10 minutes, rambling on and on about you know everything. Quick overview thoughts, overall thoughts, rather. And then we can split things up. Talk about Picard and Talon, Seven and Rafi, and then Rios and Teresa. So, Mike, I'll start with you. And I want complete unique thoughts from what you have already articulated on Discovering Sire. Oh, right. I don't want any you, you of content. Zero content. Oh, whatever. So, whatever. Mike, quick overall thoughts about this episode.
1: So, at first, I didn't... In- enjoy this episode quite as much but then on subsequent rewatches I liked it even more okay so my 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 liking of the episode I've watched it three times now oh
0: my god uh, okay
1: I have uh I've grown to like it and appreciate okay. it more and more so I really enjoyed it okay. Uh, okay. all things all things said and done uh, so yeah that's okay. sort of you know it's got some good parts it's got some um, you know, maybe less exciting parts, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you? What did you think? And, and 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 I'm just gonna hold you to the same standard you just placed on me. Don't go on a diatribe here I about I, why I'm the you... one that's
0: proposing this outline, so I know how to stick to my prescription. Anyway. Um oh,
1: we'll we'll see.
0: Yeah, I was not a fan of this episode. I, I fell asleep, actually. I told you this. I, I fell asleep. I actually only watched this once and I was trying to muster the enthusiasm to watch it again and I couldn't. So I've only seen it once. Um, yeah, overall, I just, uh, I, I really didn't really feel that um, it, it was particularly revelatory. I don't think it really pushed the plot forward. And I also questioned some of the some of the, the plot points, some of the narrative. So yeah, I, 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 would just, I just thought it was boring. Like I, I was literally bored. Um, and we, didn't, we also didn't have any Gerardi border queen, which is my favorite, like favorite plot, favorite thre- narrative thread of the season. So it was like, by then I was like, wait, where's Gerardi?" <laughs> so um, that's, that was another lockdown for me. So yeah, that was, that was, that's uh, my, my main takeaway. Well, why don't we break things down um, so we can add some structure to our conversation. So yeah, why don't we start <laughs> with uh, Picard's journey and, uh, you know, talent's obviously mixed in there. So yeah, what, why don't we start with that?
1: Okay, sounds good. You I'm handing to over you to thoughts? you. That was that was a prompt. Oh, that was a handoff? Yeah. Oh, I see. We need to work on your handoffs. That's right. not exactly
0: I thought um, it was obvious enough. I was like, let's start with that. And then I paused and I was waiting for you. To
1: you paused with no question, like you know. Anyway. Do
0: you need questions when um, you start talking? All right. What did you think of Picard's subplots Picard the the A plot of this episode.
1: So the beginning of the episode was really confusing until you, on multiple rewatches, you start to pick up little details. So specifically that he's in the ready room, which is the ready room from the La Serena, not from, uh, you know, another ship. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's that that's kind of confusing at first. Then there's this fireball. There's this star in the sky Mm and beyond the outside of the ship. And then there's a, you know, a, let's just say a model one sitting next to him. Mm-hmm. And then it's not until much later in the episode that you see that he drew that in his notebook. So, uh, yeah, yes, yes, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, on first viewing, you would not make that connection back to the beginning. So that's why I said in multiple rewatches, you kind of start to tease out the hidden things because we are talking about Picard's subconscious. So, We are, you know, I think once you watch it again, you'll see, you'll pick up on some of these other things. Um, So I was still confused by, you know, eventually we learned that the interviewer, by the way, I am not, I am Baltar. Yes. Mm -hmm. What did you say? Um, I I am not a fan of James Callis. I just, I I think I obviously, you know, he's, he's a fine actor. What? I love Doctor Baltar. Sasha of course guys. you did. Of course, of course you did. Did you not like Doctor uh, Baltar
0: because he was a douche?
1: Yes, he was a douche. Yeah, yeah. I don't. But he was so good. Cool. Like him a
0: complex villain.
1: Okay. Anyway, we're not talking about Battlestar Galactic. We're talking about Picard.
0: It's like I like Doctor Baltar as, as as much as I love Kai Wynn.
1: Okay. Anyway, moving on. Uh huh. Uh, so I had a hard time adjusting to him being there and obviously you don't learn until much later in the episode that he is actually his father, which is weird because in the beginning, Picard doesn't recognize him. He thinks he's just a psychologist. So there's that piece that really didn't connect with me about that. um, As well as not connecting with James Callis, who a lot of people mix up with Alexander So, There's this whole thing about, yes, people think that there was Bashir there and it's not, it's, Two, you know two completely different yes it was a huge huge thing on the on the interwebs on. um so but the, i liked the little the the i like the star and how it came back later in the episode as okay. the mm-hmm. sort of the map of the uh what's underneath the chateau right uh, of the the T- tunnels and whatnot um so I, I really did enjoy eventually learning and seeing and realizing that the demons are not real, that the demons are all, they're not physically real, like they're made out to be. It's really the demons that his mother sure. was fighting. It's,
0: yes, yes.
1: So it's all, you know, but it's, you know, from also from a child's perspective, you you know, you get these, you know, they're probably, you know, this is a so, child's like, memory them, of a, right? of something. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're yeah.
0: They're analogies to like the struggles that his mom went through, and his tumultuous yes,
1: outfit. um, yeah. I I so I, I thought it was I thought it played out really well though. I thought that learning about all of this, learning about his mother's demons, I really liked the. Uh, I liked that they took on this whole idea of mental health and the effects uh, on families and getting help and uh, all of that. So I like the, the undertones of the episode in that way. You know, um, I thought that the actors who played uh, Yvette and um, young Picard, uh, Madeline Wise and Dylan Von Halley did a great job uh, portraying, um, portraying their, their characters. And I really loved Orla Brady in this because she uh she played off picard young picard really well uh so i thought that that was really like she was kind of like the very motherly figure that um it i just really thought she did a wonderful job with that and uh and trying to help picard young picard work through his experiences that he was having uh um, yeah you know um... I, I also thought that it was really dark that the the in the end you realize that his mother abandons him and it was only because he dropped his notebook that his father actually found him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um because he was caught his foot was caught and right, broken sure. like it couldn't get a- away and if it started to rain he would have drowned so sure. um so uh, i thought that was all really an interesting perspective because you you do kind of from the history of the next generation. Maurice Picard never agreed with his son going to Starfleet, was just a mean person. And well, we didn't you know... get that much
0: in TNG about really his family life, other than his, uh, you know, some of the stuff we see in family and his interactions right. with Robert. Like we get very little of yes. it. So um, yeah, no, I actually liked the first scene. It was very like mystery, mis- you know, mystery what's happening, but I actually really liked it. It was kind of like you can tell that this was happening in his mind's eye and it was very surreal and what was happening i actually like that and then i just feel that it didn't really go in many places i mean like i i I mentioned this to you I, i just think that at the end of the day the uh and apparently there's more to see right there's like because talon was like oh there's there's more that you're not Revealing, and apparently, there's more to the story. I, I feel that some honestly, yes, I, I feel his mother's probably gonna kill herself or something like that. Some tragic things gonna happen, but you know, the last yes, thing that I we see is like she's locked in the room,
1: um, right? And he the- had and young Picard has the key,
0: so right? So you can and kind he's, of let her out or something, right. yes,
1: exactly. Yep,
0: yep. So I feel something tragic's gonna happen, and he's further trauma such it's going to blame himself at the same time himself
1: but i also think maurice is going to blame him as well so i think that that's sort of going to be the the impetus for the break between him and maurice and why he never possible this lack of bonding with his father um happens you know that this this and, and also i think that that kind of leads him to running away quote air quotes running away to starfleet academy like to get away to get off earth to get away from all the you know tragedy tragedy that he's you know endured as a young kid so i think this is all like the story and the, the thing that i you know i i think is really important to remember is that this is this episode is all about or this show is all about picard so Um, Patrick Stewart really wanted to do a different take on Picard or go Uh deeper and do some stories that he hadn't done before so I think that um, it's interesting that that we're diving into this and a lot of people aren't necessarily resonating with this storyline as much and the sense of like this isn't Star Trek or this isn't, you know,
0: this isn't that's not my uh, problem with it. I've, like I'm I'm okay, like, you know, diving into the psyche and the, you know, the psychological makeup of character. I just thought it was somewhat pedestrian. Like I literally use the word pedestrian. I didn't think it was that interesting. Um, because I thought it would be much more interesting. I don't even know what to expect necessarily, but there's just been so much buildup and and remember, the premise of the season, which we have yet to really reveal, is Q wanting Picard to like, face his fears, right? And... Or learn some
1: lesson that we I don't know some what is.
0: Yeah. That is so earth-shattering that it is, that Q has manipulated all space and time to teach Picard this lesson so that Q can, Picard can somehow help Q and I was like, there's so much hinging on this. And I was just like, that's it? I was just kind of like, whatever. I, I was just like, all right, your mom had, you know, mom. I'm not, I'm not belittling that. But at the same time, there's so much hinging on this that I was like, all right. And then after, you know, Picard comes out of it, I also was not quite sure. Because like, he he had the conversation with Talon, right? He, he was like, you know, yeah, Q wanted me to learn something. I don't remember the whole the the whole thing. Like basically, he was like, "Yeah, like Q wanted me to yeah, learn." Yes, so after he comes out of the out of
1: uh, yeah, yeah. I thought actually that was the probably for me the most pivotal scene of this episode was that Picard realizing that he's that Q is actually trying to teach him a lesson so that right. so that he'll know himself. But in that lesson, he's also like, "I can also get to know Q." Q is not this unknowable.
0: I mean, how about we knew already? We knew that, you know, and he also surmised it at the beginning of the season. That that, something's
1: wrong with Q. Yeah, Well, something's something's wrong with Q, but
0: that Q is also, Q is, Q always tries to teach a lesson, right? He's always trying to, like, there's always some sort of takeaway every time Q pops up. Um, So I was like, all right, we knew that, yeah, we knew that, you know, Q is trying to teach you something already, and we know something's wrong with Q. We know all this. Um... So I thought a lot of it was uh, was just like reiterating what we thought uh, was the, as the audience already knows. But I was like, okay, but what? What is it? And we're like at the end of episode seven already, and we have yet to learn. Okay, so you know, I, I'm sure it's going to be revealed. It's just like, but what is it? It's you know, it's again, it's it's just like dragging on. Non-law new information has been revealed to us. Um, so, I agree. I you know, in terms of like Talon and um, some of those scenes, I thought they were particularly salient. I think Talon, you know, Orla Brady's great. So honestly, whatever they put her in, I'm gonna like kind of enjoy. Um, I mean, we'll see. What we'll, we'll see. Um, but I thought that was yeah. She I thought also
1: reveals that she's a Romulan. So. I was like,
0: okay, I was like, oh my god, this thing. It's like it's becoming like uh, it's almost it's almost like comical. It's like basically every one of a common lineage looks alike. It, it's, it's getting a little bit ridiculous for me. It's, it's, it's silly. I think it's silly, but sure. I'll take between it.
1: the song, you mean between the songs and the, and now Talon yeah. and, and Laris. Yes. Yeah. And
0: also Soji or whatever. Oh, I don't yeah. remember her name. Roma. What's her name? What's her daughter's Corey, name? Uh, Corey. Corey. Yeah. Corey. Thank you. Yeah. It, it's just like, oh my God. It's like, it, it's just, it's almost like just an end universe joke, like whatever. But sure, um, and yeah. yeah, and sorry. And did you have anything more to say about, um, you know, this, uh, this subconscious exploration of Picard and all that?
1: No, I mean, I, you know, I, I think that the the takeaway is what he learns or what he realizes about Q, and then. He goes in and we get back to Guinan again, which was. is where
0: was I was so thrown off because I was like, wait, why didn't what why didn't Talon follow him? Where did she go? I thought that was weird.
1: No, because remember Talon and and Guinan don't get along. They're I Hayden know style. that
0: I remember that. But at the same time, I was like, this is such a pivotal moment. You're just not going to go with him. Like that was that was weird. Like-
1: oh i wasn't surprised at all i mean i i totally understood why she wasn't there one thing i remember um, Ganon- this was like
0: for two episodes ago i'm sorry i'm like all over the place but remember how talon can also control minds like when we were first like introduced her the supervisor she was able to like control people i'm like why didn't she do that at the party why didn't she do it at the gala like she could obviously like control people's heads right and like make them do things so wouldn't that have been convened
1: yeah that's a good that's a good point i mean yeah i mean
0: yeah we never really figured that out yeah they never um, explained it like they you know yeah because you, I, rem, I was i remember this because the first time that Guinan leads Picard to the supervisor you know like obviously yes there's some like bad beef between them whatever yes yeah. um but yeah she was able to control people i was like oh yeah that would have been useful yeah the gala huh but for very short periods of time,
1: so you know we don't. I and mean, we yeah, we didn't really explore that after that. After yeah. she, after she brought him Picard back to the apartment, it was sort of you know, yes. that wasn't the conversation and anymore. It, the it conversation, is just, yeah, it yeah, and they were totally exactly. amicable.
0: Whereas it was weird because Guinan kind of set Talent up to be like the supervisor, to be someone you don't want to mess with. You know what I mean? And then it was weird. It was like someone that's really threatening, if you recall, like, the way that guy was setting it up. And then it's right, right. like, totally cool. Like, she's, like, whatever. <laughs> and she's kind of letting Picard, like, do his thing. Like, she's not even, like, you know, like, the whole thing with the party was, like, all right, I guess we can like, go interfere. Like, she's very, not pushover, but she's just kind of chill, you know? So I thought that was a Yeah, weird
1: it's uh... Yeah, but after that, I-, I really thought that we got to see some some reminiscent Guinan Picard moments where this it episode. felt more like, yeah, if this, you know, at the end of this episode, it felt more like how we know them in the 24th slash 25th century. She wasn't versus... going on and on
0: about how the world's terrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she stuck around because of him, but also, you know, um,
0: I mean, but she also, I totally know what you're talking about. She, she has this, like, But the way she, worldly... but the way she talks. Uh, t-
1: yeah. The way she, you know, I love the conspiratorial, like them whispering in the corner, even though they're the only people there, they're like sort of, and then this other guy comes in, but you know, that even before that, they're just sitting there in the corner, like conspiratorially talking to one another, which made me feel like, Oh, this is like, this is sort of the guy in Picard relationship that we know And so, you know, her beef of, you know, the beef that she's had previously and and all of that is sort of passed. And then we learn, you know, we learn about the history of the Q and the Elorians, which I thought was really interesting.
0: Well, I think that was Uh, a major factor in how, like why she felt different this time, because she kind of brought this otherworldly knowledge to the conversation. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, that, that, you know, it showed that she has this like, wisdom and knowledge beyond how she looks which i think is a big factor
1: yeah yeah definitely so i mean i thought ito a uh, gary um i, we I don't know her have name. yet to land oh. on how to Oops. say her last name but ito did a great job with gun and once again uh the scream was all her if you watch the ready room she like all of that all every her whole performance was all her like it wasn't in the script. She brought all of that to this performance, like which Jack was hands. amazing. the The hands that Gaiin and Who yes. puts up, yes. uh, puts up. So yeah, that was all. That was all her bringing that to this episode. So, kudos to her for her research and and all of that. And so, and I think it's really interesting to hear this story of how the Allorians she calls them the denizens of Q, or you know. She refuses to call them denizens
0: them. of the Q continuum.
1: Yeah, she something. doesn't. She does She refuses to call them gods. She calls them denizens, and I think that that's that's also really uh Gynin like as well. Um, the thing that I so, thought was
0: interesting is I don't know if you got the sense because like the bottle she brings out, it looks like a it looks like a genie bottle or something. It it's very like much. The I dream
1: of genie bottle. It yeah, looks like...
0: exactly yeah, yes. it, it felt almost like a, you know, it felt almost like a a spell, like you know what I mean. The whole yeah whole thing. It, I thought that that was a little bit weird, like for Star Trek, and it was interesting.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I sort of liked it because it gave you know it gives this otherworldly.
0: It's like it's this feeling to
1: Guinan, you know. I don't know.
0: I I, I didn't yeah. mind it, but I was like, oh, it's almost like it's it's a summoning spell, you know. That's basically what it is. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, which didn't work, so interestingly enough. So, um, so yeah, so we can speculate a little bit about what's going on with Q because of that, assuming that she did the spell right, which uh, we have no reason not to believe that.
0: Uh. Yeah, I'm curious as to whether or not if it's just something wrong with QQ or the larger continuum, because would the spell have called another Q or something like that? Is something like more wrong or if it if it's just rq like an issue with rq yeah no that's
1: oh that's a really good point i wonder if it is with the whole continuum but also the fact that rq is uh very affected by this i also think yeah i I, you know i have been you know i speculate that uh q is either projecting himself back in time or had just enough just enough powers left to make this all happen Um, In order so that so this is my prediction is that he's teaching he did all this with the last bits of his power to help Picard learn this lesson so that in the end Picard will go and help him and the Q continuum like I think that that's that's what I'm imagining season three is going to be all about is. Is the fact that whatever lesson Picard learns this season, he's g- going to feel indebted or want oh to help you. And I that's anymore. going to be the mission of of uh, of season three with the, you know, with the original next generation crew. So that's my uh, speculation. I have nothing. I have nothing to base it on. That's just my like mind working over time and thinking about all this. So, oh my god! I do
0: um, not want that. <laughs> like that sounds terrible to me.
1: And then the episode ends with this guy coming into the bar, Agent Wells. Uh, which you know, if you, I didn't recognize him during watching this. Even all I didn't I was or, like,
0: he looks really familiar, but I did not. Yeah, recognize he him did until. Yeah, and then you we, know, the, you know, I he's the same things. guy that
1: was on uh yeah it was on the relativity. Right. So uh but he gave off very Mulder from X Files vibes, sure. which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh I liked that. And uh, you know, the preview of the next episode, there's sort of in a basement which doesn't even really look like, you know, I mean, so it, just, it just looks Muld- like a
0: interrogation It looks like an interrogation room to me.
1: Oh, to me, it didn't. It looked like, like somewhere, you know, in some basement somewhere, in some building that he has just brought these people in for on his own and, you know, has a small group of people that work for him. But okay. I, I get this feeling that he's very Mulder-like. Maybe. Um, and I mean, we'll see. I, you know, there is, a, there is a chance that he is from the future. So there is that possibility. At the possibility. same time, if he's
0: not, I'm kind of like, do we really need because this is my initial reaction, which I think was yours as well. Like, do we need like another thread to start? Into, into right. Yeah. Seven? Like, yes. When well, like uh, uh, episode... so many other things to wrap up right. and get back to, we haven't seen Q for two episodes at least. Right. Um, we had this whole, let's go, let's see, let's backtrack. We've had this like whole like ice thing that took up two and a half episodes of Rafi, Rafi seven Rios. I mean, the only thing we got out of that was Teresa, which, you know, at least there's that. But literally, they went on this whole side quest. And then there was another side quest with Renee, who is now gone. Like, you know, and I'm not sure. I guess the output of that was to get jean Luke run over so that he would go into a coma. So that Talon would go into subconscious and reveal to him his fears so that he can then realize what his fears are. It, 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 it's just like, what? Like, I, I mean, I just don't understand. Because Q, obviously, when I was with Rene to sabotage, no, right, Q went on his way to sabotage Renee for the purpose of, if you think, just think about it, for the purpose of getting Picard to go to the gala to get run over by, by Adam Song, so that Talon can go to it, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, is that really Q's plan? Because the next episode we see that he's obviously after Kore, or something. So I'm just like, what? Like, where are the seasons? Oh, okay. I didn't see anything. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. he's going after Kore in the next spoiler. It's in the preview. But I'm just like, Who, who's I... going after him? Wait, who's going, going after, after her?
1: Q is going after Kore. Yes. Oh, okay. He appears to Kore. Oh,
0: so, okay. I'm just like, I. I don't.
1: Yeah, I agree. We don't need another side quest. It's, this it's, this a been, it's also been
0: just all over the place. I I don't really know. Is this the most direct way for Q to teach Picard what he needs to teach him? Like, I mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it it just seems like he needs to get into accent for him to realize his fears or whatever. Right, right. right it's yeah. very bizarre yeah. to me. I I just don't. Um, and now, yeah, episode seven. Now, do we need another new character for us to like, you know, go off on? I and we still need to go back right. to the future. I don't want season three to be about Q, more Q stuff. Like, I don't know. We'll see what happens.
1: I think it's going to be. I mean, John Delancey did did leak that you know he's in season three. So
0: I wonder, like, if that's entirely true. But we'll we'll see what happens.
1: Uh, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Um.
1: So yeah. So, so that's sort of the. That's the main thread line through this episode. Then yes. we have two
0: subplots going on here. We have... Right. We have Seven and Raffi. And, yep. And we, we <laughs> get Jurati for a second when she when we see her in like the this right. footage and she drops by the bar. Um, yes, yep. And then we get Rafi and Seven, yeah, trying to find her whereabouts and realizing what's wrong.
1: Yeah, exactly, yep. So, so what were your thoughts uh, about
0: their little... There are side quests. Another side quest. Uh,
1: I love the conversation when they beam back the to the ship. Uh, I thought, you know, I thought the play off of one another and about growing old together and tripping people with yeah, that was great. I, like that. I thought that was all really cute.
0: And we um, saw that when we um, watched the writer room. You remember in Chicago, they they previewed that scene.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. Um, I really. Yeah. I I love the banter between Rafi and Seven. Uh, I like this version of Seven a lot. I like this human not mm, assimilated great. by yeah. Borg. you know, Jerry Ryan gets the shine as an actress. she's she's a great actress. Um, and she they have great chemistry with one another. so I'm, I I think so it's sort of like they're they're almost like uh, to use a Scooby doo reference. They're like Velma and Daphne kind of going off to you know they're they're the the investigators trying to find Girardi. And, um, you know, which is, you know, yeah, again, we only see Gerardi for like a minute in this episode right. as she bangs. She goes in. We do see um, and I can't think of her name I and I it, apologize. I yes, I can't think of her name. I don't. Uh, but it was nice to know. see her in the episode. I'm, you know, he Patrick convinced her to do this, which I thought was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, which I'd never I seen. I that scene before. was.
0: I just thought that scene was odd. Like, if you need to get a rush of endorphins, is the best way to do that to go into a bar and break the window? It's just very, like, why not ride a roller coaster? Or I don't know. I feel there are so, so many other ways to get a rush of endorphins. It, it just, like, was very weird to me. And then, like, when Seven and Rafi are, um, They're they're investigating, and then seven breaks a glass. I was like, "What is she doing?" And she's like, "Trying to put the pieces together." And I'm like, "Really?" I was just like, "Is this the best way to get a rush?"
1: Actually, I thought, I thought, I actually, so I thought that actually made the scene because it helped me understand what was happening uh, with the Borg Queen. And so by seven doing that and explaining it, you kind of get, oh yeah, if I smash something you know, on purpose, it does kind of give me a little bit of a thrill, you know, it's, you know, forbidden. It's, you know, but it's exciting as well to break something that, you know, has no consequence or whatever. So I, that made it all sink in as to like, because, you know, the, the whole like song and dance and when the queen takes over Mm -hmm. from the gala Mm -hmm. is, you know, you kind of don't get that same impression because, you know, for a lot of people performing on stage and certainly for Girardi performing on stage would seem to be more of a stress inducer, not a stress reliever. And so I thought that well, it's the
0: more the, all... is, is going more for like the I mean, part of it's the adrenaline rush, but then the euphoria that comes afterwards, right? Because if you have a big presentation and it goes well, you afterwards you kind of get a
1: yeah, you feel yeah, yeah. That's true. But I didn't, I didn't piece that together until just now that piece. But also, I think Seven smashing the bottle helped me understand that whole. Oh, okay. Thing about, I was
0: like random. You know,
1: that yeah. sort of thrill that you know to again to beef up her
0: nanites and and you know make her happy. I would be and like, stress. you know, honestly, a better way to really get endorphinized or really get a rush it's probably just have sex with someone like she would probably hook up with someone and that would have been amazing I mean know. maybe that ha- maybe that's next maybe you know, maybe that we don't hey, know we don't know if, what if happened she needs, if she needs that rush you know what I'm talking about like that's way more effective yeah, than really, yeah. you know smashing some glass yeah yeah like absolutely hooking up, definitely hooking up with some guys you know and yeah. maybe if somebody yeah, which maybe she did...
1: so perhaps yeah well we, we we have yet to see what the the they haven't found anything beyond her smashing the glass, you know, and this they don't know what's right. next for her, where she's gone to. So um yeah. hope, you know, I'm sure we'll find that out this this next episode, hopefully. Um right. so, so yeah, so I you know, I enjoyed the the
0: whole like, I like their investigators. Banter. Yes, yeah, I like their, banter their banter and yeah running around LA. Yeah. By the way, I mentioned this yeah. to you. I'm so over LA. I'm just like we got get, get, You've get it. You've always been over LA. You don't you don't yes. I'm over yeah, LA, but just... LA also just looks it looks the same constantly. It's like mid high rise buildings that are are all the same color, unless you're like in Beverly Hills or Hollywood, where it has a very distinct look. Like a lot of the buildings in LA just like look the same. It's not very unique looking. It's like I got it. It's not like the most yeah. I don't think it's the most like thrilling place to film. It's um, not
1: the most architecturally diverse. It's not, place. No, it's not
0: aesthetically. It's not an aesthetically interesting city. Um, yes, yes. And it's like yeah. also kind of like just LA is like it's so spread out. That's what the other thing about LA. It's very spread out. That's the only thing I don't like about LA. It's very spread out, and the energy is very spread out. And it's just like I don't know.
1: Which it's, I think is perfect for like this sort of adventure, like doing this in in new york city it would be you know obviously it it would be too much because you know our our police and whatnot are more on like looking out for people who are acting this way versus in la they can sort of hide in the weeds of of the you know outside outskirts of the city or whatever wherever they are but anyway yeah i you know i'm enjoying their banter i'm you know i'm I'm hopeful that their romance will continue. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't mind that, for that to continue
0: season three. I'll be into yeah. that. Yeah. Well, so, why don't we get into the final plot thread of this episode, which is mostly focused on Rios? So, yeah.
1: On. Yeah. What you, um, did you like this
0: part at all? Um. You know, I. Okay. I I actually like Rios and Teresa. I think they have really good chemistry. Um, And they play off each other really well. Even the kid, I I don't mind the kid. He's actually, I'm like, his interactions with Rios are actually kind of cute. There's just a lot of like logicals with this. Like, and people have said, like, oh, like, yeah, like Rios gave her like whatever it was, the oscillator. I don't even know what it was. And she knew how to use it. Like, I wouldn't know how to use that. Like, she was just like, she pushed a button, like just started like waving it over Jean-Luc. I was like, I don't, I don't know about that, but sure. Um, there was that. And yeah, just, I think the thing that boggled my mind was him just, and not just like telling her about everything, but then bring her back to the ship and the kid back to the ship was just like another level. Which why I think that Rios is gonna stay behind, or Teresa and the kid are gonna go into the future. I, it's just it's they've been brought too far. I, I don't know, like, it, it, but it's but it right. also kind of was just like, oh my god, like not only it's it's so far and beyond like what they were told not to do that I feel at some point he was like fuck it you know let's I'll just tell her everything <laughs> like it, it just like it was a little um
1: yeah it doesn't make it doesn't make entirely sense to the to what we know about the you know, the mission of, and butterflies and trying not to... But it's just, like,
0: complete in the face of it. It, it wasn't just, like, oh, by accident. Yeah. It was literally, like, on purpose. But that's why I think at some point he was like, fuck it, you know? Like, she already knows enough, like, with the damage that's been done might as well, which... I'm like, I guess. I mean, that, that very much happened. The same thing happened in Star Trek Four with Julian Taylor. Like, it was at some point, like. Right. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like Kirk got tired of just trying to lie to her and was like completely brought her in, and then she went to the future. <laughs> so I, I, it's like it's a little bit like that, you know. It, it's very reminiscent of Star Trek Four, which I have brought up before. So
1: yeah, I actually like the I like the callback to Star Trek Four. I I liked when Rio said. I'm from Chile but I work in outer space. I thought that was really you know I, I you could see that coming but I thought it was cute and you know interesting you know it was a you know you could see that coming. So yeah, we do have a Star Trek 4 situation whether yes, Rio stays behind or whether Rio stays behind or if Teresa and Ricardo her son go to the future is yet to be determined my money is on Rio staying behind. But we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, um, we'll see.
0: Yeah, not that that's gonna happen. I do
1: enjoy their chemistry. I do like I think it's very uh there's a great dynamic between the two of them. Um Sol Rodriguez, she's great. She uh, plays Is it? Teresa.
0: Teresa. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um she's you know, so I think that yeah, I think it's great to see this
0: this um She's great. I actually really like I think she's doing a great job and you know i think we i think we both like women with spunk <laughs> like i think this is the yes comment, right? yeah yeah and yeah she has spunk you know she doesn't take things lying down like you know it's she's, she's very strong. Any crap. Um, yeah and, yeah i um, think, I think that's great. why we both like her and yeah. no, she 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 and rios are, are you know they they work well together i just question the the logic of of rios own, yeah Rios'
1: logic in this doesn't make any sense yes but maybe he's and, in
0: love and it doesn't matter <laughs> like maybe it's that. yeah I,
1: I, think, I think i think that there's that yeah i think there's feelings involved here i think that there's this um you know he's he's made a couple of mentions to feel like that he's sort of out of his depth with picard you know not understanding the the robot body you know nobody talking about it you know he's been through a lot with his previous captain you know he's he's become a loner you know so in a, a lot of ways and and he mentions that Picard is sort of like a father figure for him which i think it was a a nice reveal in that way um so you know i think i think that's like, like sure sure i mean i think it's someone who's looking for fam you know found someone that he's interested in and and, and family and you know, she did save his life, so there's that. Um,
0: oh, Teresa.
1: Yeah, she she saved his life. I mean, he, he I, had I a head really, injury.
0: I never the the thing about going back to what I said really quickly. The Rios feeling like Picard's a father figure. I just never really sensed that. That came out of left field for me a little bit, um, because I never really felt that they had that kind of connection or banter. I mean, other than the fact that Picard's older and he's a man of authority, I, I didn't, I never, I never really like got that kind of.
1: Oh, I, I did thing. because Rios sort of defers to him in a lot of, in almost everything. So he can you know, he looks to Picard to kind of lead the way, and he keeps on saying like, "We need Picard to guide us through this." Like, that's been his through line. Is like we but need. And he's also because it need-
0: is Picard is the older and more experienced officer between two of them like
1: yeah sure i mean yeah i'm not denying that but i'm just saying that there is that feeling of of connectedness there for for rios um in whatever capacity in a pseudo father figure whatever it may be um i think it's you know i think it's i I believe it i i can see it as a through line throughout this season um so i think that you know
0: never would have no i wouldn't have said that until he said it. i was like oh i I guess like it's nothing it's not wrong i'm like okay sure it's just like not not it wouldn't have been like the first i mean i'd
1: yeah i don't know that i would have put my complete finger on it but i could see i you know once he said it i could see it throughout the whole season like how he's deferred to picard in a lot of ways how he you know how he how he when he comes on the stargazer how he defers to him and like it's your you know like all of this stuff, I, I just see that sort of through line and also the fact that Picard got him back into Starfleet, you know, so there's also that piece of it as well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, I, you know, I think he owes owes Picard a lot in, in a lot of ways. And so, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I think that that's what everyone that I've talked to has kind of had a problem with is Rios's actions just don't make sense. And I, again, so, you know... Like he's in love or whatever. Yeah. Know. I mean, it could be as simple as that. It could be really that simple. So, and maybe that that is the answer. So Yeah. I I mean, uh, it's obvious, I think, that he's in love. But yes, I, he's in know, love. we don't know that that's the motivation for his actions. Um, but yes, we well, can I mean, sort of what, assume that you know, is.
0: for some people, if they have enough of those feelings, it's like, yeah, fuck it. You know, nothing else matters. Yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah, and and he's enjoying the 21st century. So this is also why, like he, he sort of feels at home. Uh, so I, th- you know, that's again sort of for me leads me to believe that perhaps Rios is going to stay in the past, but we'll kind of see. Um, but I, you know, I thought this this episode. So last week I thought last week's episode was it was only 38 minutes and it dragged on. This one's 46 minutes and it just. You know, I I thought it uh, as I'm watching it the second and third time, it you know I never looked at the clock, I never looked at how long. I thought the the episode moved along really well. I thought that there was a lot of great dialogue in this episode. So I th- you know I think that the
0: mm. the, um, the writer did a great job with the dialogue yeah. between. No, r- I mean the episode did it dropped for me like the um all like even though I it feel did like you, right. It did. Yeah. Even the Orla I think, did a good job. Like I thought like some of the scenes, especially in the, the the tunnels and with um young Picard. I thought that dragged on for a bit. That's when I fell asleep, actually. Um I thought there was a lot of that and them kind of running around in the sub the, the tunnels and um mm-hmm. I feel that actually could have been tightened up a little bit. Um I, no, I, I don't have a huge problems with the pacing, but it, there were problems. I, I, I felt there were like I, I got a little bored, <laughs> um, but obviously that's that's me. I'm glad you liked it. Um, maybe I should watch it again, and maybe I'll like it more on my second viewing. Um, but yeah, overall, I think you should give yeah. it more
1: time. You know, um, I think it's like it's, literally I couldn't know, muster enthusiasm
0: it. to watch it again because I was like, I don't need to see all these tunnel scenes, and them kind of just like fighting these monsters, right, yeah, blah, blah blah, whatever, whatever yeah yeah
1: nope uh, i i totally uh yeah it, you know it's not for everyone i mean uh you know i i know some people who are really not enjoying a lot of this because this doesn't feel star trek enough to them so
0: my problem is know, definitely which not is that. fun it's it's yeah, not no. that doesn't feel star trek like i it, it's definitely much more along the lines of what i was saying earlier where i just i i actually don't think it's I don't think it really, at the end of the day, I just don't know how much it adds to Picard as a character. Like, I just feel that there's so many, like we get so many defining moments with him in the next generation. And obviously I know that things in our childhood really stick with us, but there's so many other things that have defined him as a person that we've seen and that was over the course of literally like eight nine years um that something like this i think because a lot of those situations have been so fantastical because of the situation right like whatever he he died and came back to life like in tapestry basically he was assimilated by the board um i'm trying to think what else um there's been others like, I mean, you know,
1: he, he broke. He brokered peace with the Klingon Empire.
0: You know, he's there's plenty, plenty of things the- have defined him as a person that I just feel something like this is so pedestrian and just not that interesting. And I'm just surprised that he never dealt with it, I guess. He's 100 years old at this point, and he's never dealt with it. Like he's never been forced to kind of grapple with this in any way, which yeah, I suppose he's never needed happen, to, you know, but yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just don't really know how I mean, much the, it adds to him as a character. From oh, it. I think it's interesting. You know, I think it's,
1: in- it makes it interesting for him as an actor to do this, he he didn't. You know, we all love Jean Luc Picard. I mean, that's why we're watching this show. That's why we, you know, love him. really not love, all of us. Love when,
0: this. Not all of our well, sci-fi sisters are a big fan of Patrick Stewart. Anyway, maybe John, Jean, not Jean Luc Picard, but yeah. Um, that was incom- that. But was I think a, that that's fully fleshed out conversation that we had with them. That was interesting.
1: Yeah. No. It, 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 yeah. I mean, it's um, I, I don't know. I think that this is the this is the reason why Patrick Stewart agreed to come back was to do these this deeper character study on Picard that we didn't get in Next Generation and, and in the movies. So I think that that is why we're here. And this is the journey we're getting. And he, we are delving into we've got, you know, yet he is almost 100 years old. And now we're diving into when he was a young boy and how this impacted him and and because it's the other piece of it is because it's affecting him forming relationships now in the kind of twilight of his life you know so uh that is i think the the crux of it is this this whole idea of of what happens with his mother is has impacted all of his relationships all his life and you know he's just run you know he was captain of the stargazer for 20 years or whatever you know it's just someone who's run away from his past mm-hmm. or run away from any any connections to having a family um which is also why um the inner light is such a powerful episode because it's the first time that you see oh, right. inner, another one where yeah uh, but I... you get to see him forming a family and how much that means to him how that impacts him that experience mm-hmm. and uh so i think that this by is... the
0: next episode of course <laughs> you know of
1: course of yes of course but that's the way you know that's the way it goes in yeah. in those days but so i, I you know i think I, I think this is the ride we're on this is you know this show is all about picard this is picard in a different light mm-hmm. looking at his past and hopefully in season 3 we'll get to see how he takes whatever yeah yeah no
0: i i I'm excited to we'll see. I mean excited yeah. to kind of get past this and then all right, now then what happens to him as a character? Sure. Yeah. Well, it we'll was yeah, very I mean, one thing I also did notice that I think was a lost opportunity is that you know, we're not getting any of Robert in like these like childhood. Yeah, scenes, that's someone
1: know? someone else brought that up as well. And yeah. Yeah. Like no very, no um, very missing. Um yeah, you know. very, very missing from this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, was, um, what was he doing? Um, yeah, yeah. That's a great question, but uh, not. We're not getting the answer to that. We're so not. We're not getting any of that. We're You yeah. yeah, were not. So we might as well just. Unless there's some sort uh, of a big twist,
0: I, I don't think that Robert's is gonna have it. I don't.
1: I don't think we're gonna get any big twist with that. No, Robert is not. Um, is not something that. Uh, yeah, is going to um, is going to bring any any more to Picard's character. So yeah. unless
0: he kills the mother. That would be interesting. That would be a twist.
1: Oh, the Robert is responsible.
0: Yeah, for I'm just making oh, up shit now.
1: But oh, wow. But that that's that's interesting. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to be no, the case. But anyway. Think... That makes that yeah, that's no, maybe, that's he, retconning a lot. Kills
0: him. Maybe her, his father kills her. Been, I, I don't know, something happened. Who
1: knows? Well, we'll we'll see. Um. So um, anyway, that was. But we talked a long time about this episode. I mean, there was a lot going on in this episode, uh, which is why I think I liked it. Is no, but I know, but there was a lot of different things happening in this episode, and and. You know, unlike unlike Discovery, we get to actually dive deeper with these characters. They get a little bit more screen time. Uh not Girardi this week, but um you know, so I, I like I like the smaller crew and the you know uh the ability to spend more time and with these characters and I and I love Orla Brady, so I think I it's I'm so happy that she got to play more than Laris this season. So um, well, I'm, I'm yeah. glad they
0: brought her back, even though I, I, I feel the explanation is a little silly. Like, oh, she's the ancestor. Whatever, it's fine. Like, I'll take it. I guess just see more of her. Yeah,
1: it's it's an. It like does bother said, me,
0: so. as I said, but it's. I'm also kind of like, all right, so
1: Like, whatever. It's uh It's the in-universe thing, you know. It is what right. it is.
0: So, well, cool. Um, there we cool. go. All right. Do we still want to talk about off-topic? no no No. we've gone on long enough let's uh i'm tired let's
1: let's bring this to a. let's wrap it up
0: (laughs) all right uh well mike do you want to talk a little bit about our sponsor
1: absolutely fansets is the exclusive sponsor of the trek geeks podcast network and deep space pride and uh they've got some really cool pins uh from chicago that we get to see um my favorite is the new masterships collection which is a three-dimensional magnet slash uh pin it's not really a pin it's uh no sort of a display um but it is the enterprise a which i think is really cool i do like the design of the a although the refit of the original enterprise is my favorite But um, it's a beautiful pin. It's heavy duty. It's awesome, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's available now on fansets.com as well as the three pins from Star Trek Mission Chicago uh, in three different sizes. So, including the extra large one that has the outline of the Enterprise D in it uh, and some glitter as well. So, um, (laughs) glitter. Yeah. So there's some there's some really neat pins. So head on over to fansets.com. Go to New releases, you're gonna see all the all the pins that I just talked about. Plus, there's the new Admiral pin um, that can go along with your Delta from Star Trek 2, your magnetic or pin on Delta from Star Trek 2. So head on over to fansets.com, put a bunch of pins in your cart. If you spend more than $30 and you live in the US, you're gonna get free shipping. And if you use the word Trek Geeks at checkout, you're going to get 10% off your order. And uh, we want to thank Fansets, uh John, and Lou, and the whole team for sponsoring the Truck Geeks Podcast Network and Deep Space Pride. Thanks, Fancest.
0: All right. Cool. Um, well, we obviously had a lot to say about Picard. We'd love to hear from everyone and hear your thoughts about Picard Season 2 or anything else that we chatted about, Uh, you can reach us on Twitter and Instagram at Deep Space Pride, or you can email us at deepspacepride at gmail.com. If you reach out to us, we'll do our best to get back to you. And if you like this podcast, please leave us a high star review for four plus star review, if possible uh, on your podcast platform of choice. Cool. All right. All right. There we go. All right, cool. That does that for another episode of D Space Pride. Mike, did you have anything else to regale no, our listeners uh, with? No. Uh,
1: definitely not. Looking forward to episode eight. Hopefully, we make a huge leap towards resolving some of these things that are left up in the air. And um, we move towards the finale or the penultimate episode in two weeks. Oh my God all right it, it all it also happens with the premiere of um of strange new worlds but yeah. anyway yes thanks everyone for listening uh we okay, so appreciate you the,
0: the finale is that's the overlap right yes
1: no because uh, no, tomorrow's we're episode seven.
0: eight the next week's episode oh, right. nine and then episode 10 is um, on may 5th
1: you're you're right correct yes
0: that's sorry i, I messed that up so very good good catch anyway all right so we'll be talking about the finale of picard and the premiere of strange new worlds it's going to be a lot to discuss so
1: yes we'll have to we'll need your succinctness and your plan of attack for that episode all right
0: cool all right thanks everyone
1: thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you all here next week Bye.